Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Now let me see you, Richard. And remember, first impressions. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Series 4 of Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. We've dusted off the periwinkles and are absolutely wired, full of caffeine for the aromatic nut roasted special coffee hostage. Full of caffeine from the aromatic, aromatic nut roasted. Yeah, thank you. I see the word I've missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start Series 4 yeah. again. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Series 4 of Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. We've dusted off the periwinkles and are absolutely wired, full of caffeine from the aromatic nut-roasted special coffee Hyacinth has just made us. This is the companion podcast for exploring the world of Hyacinth Bouquet in the hit BBC sitcom Keeping up appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon-Smith, and of course, back with me for more is William Hanson. Hello, yes, Jonathan and I here, because as you all know by now, we absolutely adore Hyacinth and the world of Keeping Up Appearances, and we want you to fall in love with it as much as we do. If you aren't already, head over heels in love with Hyacinth already. Finished. (laughs) (laughs) Just embellishing the line. In each episode of this luxury podcast, William and I will take you through an episode of Keeping Up Appearances, delving deep into the world of the bouquets. Today is the first episode of the fourth series. Just take us through the synopsis, if you would, please, William. This is a job for Richard, and this is the synopsis as we see it in It's Bouquet, Not Bucket, from producer-director Harold Snowden. Aware that Richard is missing being at work, Hyacinth happens to see an advertisement in their local paper which says that a large frozen food firm, Frosticles, is looking for a managing director. Prestige-wise, she thinks Richard is a perfect contender, although he is no way qualified for the job and not really interested. She takes him onto a golf course with a view to him meeting up with the head of the company, who she has been tipped off plays on that course. She recruits Onslow and Daisy into her plan, but... Unfortunately, it all goes pear shaped. <laughs> Vigilante fashion. Oh, yes, it, it does. does. It does. Yes. Yeah. 
I before we get into this episode, what do we think about series four in general? Pretty good. Good series. Pretty good. Solid. Strong. Yep. Another seven episodes. Mm. So there'll be seven episodes of this bucket heads. Aren't you lucky? Yes. Um, but no, it's it's a good series. And it is. You can tell generally they introduce new themes and new avenues, uh, particularly with the country, which we'll come on to, but not in this episode, but with the country. So it's nice to see the characters we know and love do something slightly different. We begin in uh, familiar territory, though. Wayne Elm, the postman, is delivering a letter, and Hyacinth, rather unusually, isn't at home. She arrives in a taxi. Yes, takes him from... and takes him from behind by surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a new theme in Keeping Up Appearances. It's something we haven't seen before. (laughs) Because he's creeping up. I don't know where your mind's going, but he's creeping up... It's the glint in your eye as you built up to that. <laughs> He's creeping up, trying not to make a noise, and this, and then she comes in from a taxi, a green taxi, very smart colour, oh. British racing green. Uh, London That's featured ca- elsewhere. Have you noticed that taxi? Oh, no. Yeah. Where? You oh, know, when Oslo's birthday. Yes, when yes. she goes shopping. Series two. Yeah. Th- that green taxi appears again. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's nice. Um, but yes. So I, I like again. We right from the start we see usual kind of trope, but being done in a slightly different way. Yes. Same joke, but done differently. As she appears from the taxi, she says, "I hope that's a first class stamp." She objects to second class stamps. Second class stamps you, being pushed. Are you through. still a user of a first class stamp, even with the price of them now? Well, they go up and up. Even my my London apartment was cheaper than a stamp. Fortune, aren't they? Yeah, but no, I do still like a stamp. I don't. I don't buy second class stamps. Oh, why would you? However, How exactly you? because oh. I do object to second class stamps. Exactly. If I you... am, however, limiting my stamps at the moment because at the time of recording, we still have stamps being produced with the dear late Queen Elizabeth on them, and I'm holding out for Charles. I think I've had a Charles one. I don't think... Have you? I'm fairly sure I had a Charles one. It was purple. I know they've released the image of what it's going to look like. You're just dreaming about stamps. Well, maybe... Maybe it was her late majesty. (laughs) Well, they are related. family resemblance. (laughs) Charles doesn't... He's not going to wear a crown on his stamp. (laughs) They shouldn't really bother changing (laughs) It's Charles in drag. (laughs) Exactly. Would you please inform your supervisor that in future I want my stamps adjusted upwards? Uh, They cut to Onslow and Daisy, who are in bed, and Rose wants to show off her business wear. Yes. Do you think what Rose is wearing is appropriate business wear? (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) But again, I like the fact that we're seeing something different for Rose. We're not seeing her go on about another man. We're seeing Rose the working woman. But as Onslow points out, dressed like Rose... (laughs) (laughs) is dressed standing on a street corner she she will be working (laughs) yes she certainly will be richard is shaving in the bathroom in the peach bathroom before we go to the peach bathroom and i have an apology to issue to our bucket heads but we'll come on to that um what are they what are did you pick up what on earth are uh, daisy and onslow referring to because they're sort of they say oh we're still in hyacinth aftershock as if they have been away with hyacinth or something and my initial thought was oh does does this 
is this referring to the QE2 incident? But we haven't had that episode yet. That happens at the end of series four. But we don't, we never, if you watch it again, they're clearly referring to having been away with Hyacinth or something happening. Gosh. We obviously never saw it. It's just something that happened that, I don't know. Well, you can use your imagination for that episode. Yes. But as a child, when I watched it, I just assumed that this was the episode that came off the back of the QE2 episode. No. You picked up on that particular part of that scene as a child. I had no friends. Oh, you are a peculiar person. We cut to the peach bathroom and Richard is shaving. Can I issue the apology now? Oh. In series three, when we talked about the peach bathroom, we went, it only ever appears, I say we, only ever appears once. How wrong you were. <laughs> say sorry. <laughs> sorry. It appears again here. So, Bucketheads, I, we really shouldn't be doing this podcast. Richard is shaving. Yes, his face. Quite a hairy man, isn't he, mm. Richard? Yes. yes. But yeah. he's only shaving his face. Yes, he is. <laughs> Not his frosticles. <laughs> no wonder there'd be blood. Richard, <laughs> I will not have you shaving your frosticles in my bathroom. No, he's shaving his face. Yes, and Hyacinth comes in very excitedly, causing him to slip with the razor and nearly cut off one of his frosticles. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even got to the frosticles bit yet. That'd stain the peach bath down. (laughs) That's that's true. She Uh, comes in to tell him that she's seen an advert in the paper for a job working at frosticles. Yes, which is a frozen food company. Wanted! Managing Director Frozen Foods. Only persons of proven ability should apply for this senior position. I quite like the name, Frosticles. Isn't there a cereal called? Oh, no, they're Frosties. Frosties. Yes. Oh, yeah. So um, the, the company Frosticles, it would appear, is owned by the Millburns. Mm. That thrusting creature on the ladies' luncheon committee. Yes, says, Hyacinth failing to realise that clearly Mrs Milburn is a bit Mrs Bucket. Yes, quite. Uh, but she really thinks that this would be the perfect job for Richard to go for. Do you notice how she, again, another weird pronunciation thing. She says proven rather than proven. Proven. Well, she comes out with all kinds of peculiarities, doesn't she, really? And we it's get good. the claw hand that you and I like so much. <laughs> <laughs> and should we describe the claw hand for our, well, this is not TV. It's sort of, you get your hand. Yes. Out flat, and then just move your fingers in as if you're holding a tennis ball, but the tennis ball's not there, and yes. you just gesticulate. Jab, jab. jab, yes, jab. jab with your fingers. I will <gasps> not have you doing that. I love it. Emmett is training Elizabeth next door um, as to how she can answer the phone and say no to Hyacinth. And again, I like this. It's another new device because we we see Elizabeth being invited round, but now we see Emmett with actually a bit more to do, if mm-hmm. we're being honest, mm-hmm. trying to coach his sister in the etiquette of saying no. And we get to see his impression of Hyacinth. Yes, it's almost as good as yours. Coffee at 11, Elizabeth! We need to talk about coffee at 11, because I don't think we've ever spoken about your feature that oh, you did. my coffee at 11? During Covid. Oh, yeah. When you couldn't do your normal Saturday show, no, Treasure, Treasure Quest. No. So you did a show called TQ Light. Mm-hmm. 
and you had a feature called... Coffee at 11. Tell us how it works. People still talk about it. They I do. mean, it made no sense, and yet people really rather enjoyed it. Yes. I would say to my listeners, um, I need three of you to book yourselves on to come and have coffee with me at 11. Because your show was 10 to 12. That's right. Context. So halfway through, so I would say, come and have coffee at 11 with me, and I would get three lovely listeners up. Sometimes they would just phone up because they wanted to have coffee. Other times I would say that your, your name has to begin with a certain letter of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. And they would come on and over the coffee from Brazil song, um, I would just do endless impressions of Hyacinth Bouquet and ask them if they were drinking coffee. And they seemed to enjoy it. It was great. And you'd ask them what type of coffee. Yes. If it was a coffee from a machine. Yes. If they're having a little bicky with it. They're having a little bicky. And, uh, and yeah, they loved it. Only about a third of them really got the references. They got no idea. No. No. But, but, but it was fun. And it was something to do during those long covid lockdowns. Well, I might bring it back again. Yes, you should. Yes. Well, Lord knows where. <laughs> Jonathan might soon be working for Frosticles. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, talking of saying no to people, you you are much more direct. We are very similar, but you are much more direct than I am. And if yes. you don't want to do something... Or I you say don't- no, I don't want to do that. How do you say no to people? If if Hyacinth was invited... I mean, obviously, if Hyacinth invited you for coffee, you'd say yes. But let's just assume someone invited you for coffee. You didn't want to go. How do you say no? Do I like this person or not? Um, OK, let, well, OK, if you like them, how do you say no? I'll make notes. Uh, if I like them and I didn't want to go, I would say, oh, that's terribly kind of you, but I'm afraid I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like them? No, thank you. Clonk. <laughs> Your face. Have you never done that? That's so direct. What's wrong with that? At least you know where you stand. Because if I then say, I'd love to come for coffee, at least you know I'm being genuine. Mm, true. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Take a leaf out of your book. Try it. Exactly. Try it for a day. Anyway, the uh, the rehearsals, trying to get her, Elizabeth to uh, to realise how she needs to say no to Hyacinth. Mm. We go back to that in a little while. But it cuts to Hyacinth and Richard, who are now had, having breakfast, and she's plotting, isn't she? Yes, and we, we realise that maybe there have been previous plots to manoeuvre Richard into, into things, including there was one incident where they were doing very well until Richard shot Mrs Lazenby. That's right. That was the, when she tried to make him president of the archery club. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good line. It's a, it's a lovely line because it's it's it conjures up such an image. <laughs> it's going so well till you shot Mrs. Lazenby. <laughs> Is Mrs. Lazenby still alive? Where was she shot? <laughs> Doesn't she go on and say something about it? it's just a glancing blow or something? <laughs> glancing wound? Yeah. I've never heard such a fuss. But Richard, do you know what Richard really irritated me in this episode oh, because good. he's so pathetic. Oh. Gosh, now, now who's direct? Gosh. But, so Richard, obviously, we saw at Series 3, a, a recurring theme was his early retirement, and he was obviously very depressed. He was going to spend time at home with Hyacinth. Now he doesn't want to get out the house. Just what, pick, pick a lane. Gosh. Sorry. Okay. But, you know, she is at least thinking, oh, maybe I might have picked up that he doesn't want to spend quite so much time at home, even though he can come back for lunch, she, mm. she says. So she's creating this job opportunity for him, and he's sort of doing all this, oh, don't know, oh, it's not really what I want. And it just irritated me. Oh, gosh. 
Poor Richard. We go back to Elizabeth's. Emmett gets his hanky out to do his impression. Um, Liz does, during the rehearsal, manage to say no. And then the phone rings. Actual Hyacinth's on the phone. And it goes wrong. She agrees immediately. Coffee at 11, Elizabeth. Uh, well, no, how does she say? Oh, coffee at 11, Hyacinth. Yes, love to or something. Yes, exactly. In fact, coffee at 11, your whole feature, I remember when you did coffee at 11, I tried to clip up Hyacinth saying coffee at 11, and it's only ever Emmett and Elizabeth that no, say coffee at 11. She doesn't say it ever. She says coffee in 10 minutes. Yes. Coffee at 10.45. Yeah. Not coffee at 11. And, and it yet, really annoyed me. And yet 11 is a lovely time for coffee, I often think. Yes. There's even, I got your birthday card once, didn't I? That you said did. Coffee you at did. 11. You did. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Hyacinth is now interviewing Richard. Yes. For the job, the executive job of uh, Frosticles. And I, I like the idea that they're doing a little role play. Mm. You know, obviously Richard hasn't had a job interview for a while. And so it's nice to just go through it and refresh Richard. I think her heart is in the right place. Yes. And he, I mean, you talked about about Richard being a little bit pathetic. There is a very funny moment where mm. he he obviously is is getting irritated with Hyacinth, who's now auditioning him for the role. And he talks about how I can feel the executive coming up through my groin. And she's horrified. And she rings her little bell. Yes. Next! <laughs> um, should we talk about job interviews for a minute? No. <laughs> I've never had a job interview. Have you not? No. Oh, lucky old you. Yeah. <laughs> but neither had I until recently. Mm, yes, but I would. I'd like to think that if I ever did have a job interview in a formal—I mean, I've had un- informal job interviews—that it would be a little bit like Hyacinth. There'd be a there'd be a ringing ma- the bell, matron out behind a table with a little ceramic bell. Right. Well, I couldn't possibly comment. No. Oh, was that the telephone? Oh, oh, I'd better get it. It's probably the vicar. We'll be back after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back, Bucketheads. We're talking about the first episode of Series 4 of Keeping Up Appearances, A Job for Richard, and we're outside Wayne Elm. Liz and Emmett have arrived, although Emmett is trying desperately to use the opportunity for Liz to tell Hyacinth that they're not going to go in. No. They're not going to have a coffee with her. She's failed the telephone test, so now she's going to have to say no in person. And she fails that fairly spectacularly as well, as does Emmett, and I love when Hyacinth Having having pivots around the door, dragged Elizabeth in. She does. She just pivots, grabs him, yanks him in. And Emmett's not made a noise. I don't know how Hyacinth knows that Emmett's there, but her her sixth sense does. Whips him out round the wisteria. Of course, we've left something out because before they arrive, as they ring the doorbell, there's that nice moment where Richard's really lost, and now he comes out through the door. I possible and executive and possible and executive. She's literally sent in crackers. Uh, yes, and, and they don't really question that. They, they He just marches off and then they just carry on. That's what happens in. when you live with, with Hyacinth. Um, there's, there's a most wonderful moment when she takes them into the kitchen mm. and she does the usual, oh, do sit down, dears, anywhere except there. I like to face the window. And as <laughs> Elizabeth has gone to sit down and she's, she, Hyacinth kind of launches over and pushes her head first into the tray of cups. She, Sound effect. She, she just, she collapses into the cups, doesn't she? It's, it's great fun. It's, and I, do you know what, the, I love all the coffee scenes, but I always like the ones with Emmett there as well, because mm. it just adds a third element to the coffee scene. And indeed, coffee hasn't really begun because Hyacinth has to go back out to the hall to wipe Emmett's footmark off her woodblock. Yes. And there's a lovely line, Richard and I never have that problem because we always wear leather. She also makes Emmett take his shoes off. Yes. So it doesn't happen again. So he then, as he describes himself a little later on in the scene, he, he's there barefoot in her house. <laughs> um, th- she sings that song as she, she goes out to do the uh, wood, wood block. Does she? Yes. What is it? What does she um, say? The more we get together, the merrier we shall be. be. And out comes the claw hand again. And obviously, you know me, I did a lyric search. Because I don't know that tune. But it turns out it's from a 1926 um, song, a children's song, which is The More We Get Together, The Merrier We Shall Be. And more recently it was covered on the 90s American programme, Barney the Dinosaur. Wow. So you might have recognised it from that. Lovely. Based on a Viennese tune. (laughs) Oh, make the coffee, will you, Elizabeth? I expect that's someone important. The bouquet residence, the lady of the house speaking. She's on all fours, scrubbing her woodblock as only she can. When yes. the phone rings, it's Daisy. Daddy's gone naturist. And of course, Hyacinth doesn't understand what that means. Have you ever gone naturist, William? I'm not big into the outdoors. <laughs> Do you not remember when I recently sent you somewhere naturist? Oh my God, <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> I don't even know if he knows the story. I'm pointing to our producer. Producer Ben doesn't know. So I got the best call of my life to date, certainly. Yeah. In November 2022, and I was asked if I would go and cover on BBC Three Counties Radio if I'd go and Jonathan's show that he does, which we've mentioned many times on this podcast, on a Saturday, Treasure Quest, and Jonathan sits in the studio, in the comfort of a studio. Jules Osmani for BBC Northampton, previously Annabelle Amos, will be in the radio, Northampton car, finding clues and treasure within Northampton, and Danny Fulbrook, or previously Tim Wheeler, will be in the Three Counties radio car, finding the treasure for Three Counties. Danny was on holiday, they needed someone to cover... No one, literally no one else was available. And so I got a phone call. That's not quite true. We did want to give you the chance because we knew it would be hilarious. Yes. So they said to me, the production team said, and I I normally have no input whatsoever in that programme. I turn up and I have no idea where we're going. And they were saying, where can we send William? That would be quite funny. And there is a place just outside of St Albans called Spielplatz. Yes. And Spielplatz is a naturist camp. And people, they live there for months of the year and they live completely naked. In little holiday cottages. So I said, let's send William to Spielplatz. Of course, I did not know. And on the day, you don't know where you're no. going. The no. listeners have to solve the clues. No. And then you, as the reporter, drive to wherever they send you. Now, of course, Spielplatz have gates and they don't just let you in. It's a gated community. So I thought it'd be quite funny because we would get you to the gates and then we knew that you wouldn't be allowed in, but you'd be terrified that we were going to make you strip off. Yeah. And the it gates t- were open. Well, yes, and we were. it was very snowy that day. So you couldn't really, like, road signs were obstructed, road markings were... And we were just up this, what we thought was a country path. Um, the gate happened to be open, and driver Chris and I, we penetrated Spielplatz. <laughs> it did. And we, it was only because you had said to me, they live in these wooden holiday cottages that look like Heidi mm. High, another popular 70s sitcom, um, that I suddenly looked around and went, I said, Chris, I think we're in Spielplatz. Yes. I think we've actually gone into the nudist camp. You'd entered. And the task was then to recreate a photo that Danny had done when Danny had started on Treasure Quest with his top off. Yeah. And being the good sport that I am. Yes, stand, I was amazed. Standing in Spielplatz. You stripped off. I stripped off. And there is a photograph somewhere on Twitter, which we won't go on to, into, of me in Spielplatz. Yes. Half naked. Yes. No top on, ladies and gentlemen. You can see his boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to note, note that Jonathan has never been in the radio car himself. No. Always in the comfort of the studio. Quite right, too. Yes. Um, so where, How did we get on to where nature? Oh, well, Daddy. Well, naturism, yeah. So Daddy's yes. gone naturist. Can I also point out with Treasure Quest... Highlight of my life, because I have listened to that show oh. almost since you started. I think I missed the very first couple of weeks. Oh. I remember you phoning up going, oh, I'm doing this new show with this. Annabelle. She won't go far, but, you know, it's a vehicle for me, is what you said. <laughs> That's not what he said. And <laughs> you should give it a listen. And I have literally listened to every every episode. So it was a great highlight. Oh. And literally the week after I do it, um, they act the show. So that was Yeah, good. that's yeah. true, yeah. Sadly, the show is going. But um, it was nice that you were a little part of it. I was there at the end. Absolutely, with your top off and your moves <laughs> out. So we cut back. We cut back to uh, Wayne Elm, yes. where Hyacinth, having found out that Daddy's got naturist, she's obviously decided she's got to go and deal with this. So she throws Elizabeth and Emmett mm. out of the front door. Yes. But 
Elizabeth had been in the process of helping make the coffee at the time. So Elizabeth's still holding the... The, the bag of aromatic the, nut roast the, the special. The bag of aromatic nut roast special. And there's that lovely moment where she says, oh, I've still got her coffee. So they ring on the doorbell. Hyacinth opens the door and Elizabeth gives her the, the bag of, of coffee and Hyacinth sticks her, her snout straight in. It goes, mm, my favourite brand. <laughs> Which is what I do every time I open a new yeah. bag of coffee. Quite, yes. quite. That's very kind of you. Mmm, my favourite brand too. We go over to Onslow. Daisy is getting a little bit frisky because Onslow has clearly handled Dandy's naturism. I don't know what that means, but he's he's handled the situation. I think Dandy's been put back into his bedroom, fully closed. Yeah. And that, for some very odd reason, has made Daisy go oh, a little bit frisky. Yes. Hyacinth and Richard arrive in the Rover 216. There's the obligatory hedge moment. Yes. She's very worried because Daddy can't be naturist because he's C of E. Mm. I'm not sure it works like that. As they get to the front door, um, they are reassured fairly promptly that actually don't worry about Daddy anymore. He's no longer a, a naturist after he fell in some nettles. <laughs> but as they're standing there, Hyacinth looks at Onslow in his slobby attire, mm. his vest, and suddenly... She has a brainwave. At that moment, we're not sure what the brainwave is, but she decides at that very moment that Onslow is going to become part of her Frosticles plan. We then go outside Wayne Elm. Richard is loading the car up badly with his enormous golf bag. I don't know what you call it. It is a golf bag. Golf yes. bag. Yes. Uh, Liz is outside, sort of observing this, trying not to laugh. Yeah. And a vision in lilac, mint green, cream and violet in a diamond check cardigan cream skirt and long It's stop. not Tiger Woods. It's, <laughs> it's our hyacinth. She looks amazing. Mm. It's another one of those classic hyacinth outfits. She again uses all the wrong terms. She talks about a chucker of golf. Which sport has a chucker? Cricket. No. What? Polo. And cricket. Does cricket have chucker? It does. Look it up. I look. I Google. He's, it a, he's a cricket person. Though. Google it. We're now arguing with the producer. Google it. I looked it up. Chucker of cricket. Honestly. Really? Mm. Right. I'm going to have to Google it because I'm sensing that there is going to be some to be fair, foul practice here. Cricket chucker. <laughs> You're not thinking of chucker Amuna. <laughs> here we go. Throwing, commonly referred to as chucking, is the illegal bowling action in the sport of cricket. Yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's something you don't want to do. Well, there we go. She also talks about 16 holes. <laughs> and I think there are 18. But well done. Good. There is a 19th hole. Do you know where it is? It's at the pub. In the bar. Right, OK, yeah. fine. Uh, they arrive at the golf club. <laughs> Just thinking of a 20th hole joke, but I'm not going to go no, into don't, it. Don't, no, don't do that. Disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> they arrive at the golf club, and very shortly afterwards, Onslow and Daisy also arrive in the Cortina. What's rather amusing is they seem to drive the Cortina onto the golf course itself. Yes, I don't think you can do that. You can't do no. that. It would go down very, very badly. We've also learned why... Hyacinth is actually interested in Richard getting this job. It's not really to get him out of the house or to give him something to do. It's because the refurbishment of the dining room depends upon it. Yes, exactly. 
and it's to demonstrate his, his executive potential, mm-hmm. you see. Um, and the, it quickly becomes apparent that what's going to happen is she's going to use Slobby Onslow as some kind of decoy. Bait. Yes, a bait. Absolutely. Yes. And we're not quite sure what's going to happen yet, but it quickly becomes apparent that Richard's going to have to go and throw Onslow off the golf course because Onslow is a out-of-control yob. Yes, although Onslow he doesn't even do anything. He just sort of stands there looking menacing. Yes. And Hyacinth has told Onslow specifically, as relayed to Daisy, that he shouldn't wear a shirt. He's always normally trying to be dressed by Hyacinth, but in this rare instance, Hyacinth wants him purely for Onslow's body. When Hyacinth gives the signal, Onslow is to appear and Richard will deal with him. At that very moment, Mr Milburn, he of Frosticles, yes. he comes walking across with his red trousers on. Yeah, he doesn't care. He does not care at all. And Hyacinth tries to give the signal. But Onslow's fallen asleep. Exactly. And she's waving the golf club around. And in the end, the only way she can summon his attention is by going, Fall! <laughs> And I think in golfing terms, you only shout four when you've hit the ball. Yes, and it, you want... four basically means look out, the ball's going to hit you yes. on the head. And I, I wonder why four. I'm sure we should. I should have researched that. Why not just look out or be oh. careful? Well, it's, there's something for you to do in your as your homework. Golf. It's golf. What did you say? Did I say cricket? I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, wrong sport. I never really did either. So she shouts, Onslow appears, Richard rolls up his sleeves in a menacing fashion and he throws Onslow off the course to a round of applause from Mr Milburn and his friends. Yes, he's he's very easily impressed, clearly. Quite, yeah. Then a couple of real yobs appear while the Milburns while Mr Milburn is playing with his friends, and knowing how impressed he was with, mm. with Richard's performance with Onslow, he comes back over to ask if he can borrow Richard again to deal with a couple of yobs. Yes. So the youths are there. Richard is, is brought over. Hyacinth, of course, is really excited that he needs Richard already, but hasn't really thought it through, mm. because Onslow, of course, is a relative. These youths are much bigger than Richard. Well, one of them is enormous. Huge. He gets off the bike that they have driven onto the golf course on. Lots of vehicles on golf courses that shouldn't be there. He gets off and he towers over Mm. Richard, who uh, makes a hasty retreat whilst making a noise that I've never heard Richard make. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls into the bunker. He does. Yes. Straight back in the bunker. And then the other uh, youth on the bike then sees Hyacinth marching over, thinks, oh, I'm going to run her over? I don't know what he's doing. I presume so. Yeah, but anyway, Hyacinth gets her golf bag and whacks him. Smashes him with the golf bag. Off his motorbike. Yes, quite. And it would appear Mr Milburn had been so impressed with what he saw, Mm. he's offered Hyacinth a job at Frosticles. And... Of course, Hyacinth doesn't say yes to that because it would be so unfair on Richard. Yes. And, of course, he makes the sort of, oh, no, I could have had some free time sort of noises. Why the heck did we not see Hyacinth in the workplace? That could have been the sixth series we never got. Quite. It's it's a lovely end to it. And the uh, yeah. the, the Hyacinth vigilante moment is marvellous. Yes, it, it is. It is really, really good. I think this is a solid 
strong episode. It is. Nice episode. Now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can listen back to William and I chatting through every single episode of... <laughs> I say something, I'm sorry. Now, if you... <laughs> Now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can now listen back to William and I chatting through every episode mm. of Series 1. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> mm. Now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can listen back to William and I chatting through every episode of Series 1, 2 and 3. We'll be back next week with the second episode of the fourth series. What antics can we expect with that? Well, we're going to start looking at country properties. The episode Country Retreat. Oh, love it! Now, remember, we're always in need of your help to let other people know about the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and, of course, our luxury podcast. So if you wouldn't mind inviting them over for a cup of Lapsang Souchong, maybe even a nautical buffet, and telling them all about this luxury podcast, well, we'd be terribly grateful. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.